0: Hey everybody, what's good and welcome back to the High Fidelity Podcast. I know we've been on a short hiatus for the past couple weeks and it has been quite a journey to get back to the studio, which is my kitchen, to record this next episode, which is betting everything I had in the land of Prince and Bob Dylan and of course I can't forget Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. If you're familiar with the wonderful work of Janet Jackson in the 90s, such as That's the Way Love Goes, then you know what I'm talking about. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about my time in the Midwest following graduation from college. And highlights in this episode involve me being homeless for a time, broke, 50 pounds overweight, covered in mosquito bites, and all of that being guided by an intention to help someone whom I cared about. I actually delayed my acceptance into the Peace Corps where I was supposed to go to Central America, declined job offers, which I had available to me, and sold everything I had, recorded a bunch of unnecessarily dramatic goodbye videos on a flip cam that was given to me by a roommate I met on Craigslist and then bought everything, sold everything I had, and bought a one-way ticket to Minneapolis. And in our previous episode, I mentioned this anecdote through characterizing the experience of going through business divorce. Now, why on earth, especially during an economic climate of the recession from 2008 to depending on who you're talking to, to the current day, would I do something like this? The best way I can describe it is this guy that I met, I met through college roommates early in my college career. And when I first met this individual, he was successful uh, running his own, very successful uh, personal training and fitness business. And despite having a lot of money and a lot of overhead, donated uh, time and services to us letting us train at his gym go through this boot camp body transformation thing spoiler alert my body did not transform uh, though i did go through a boot camp for the first time and uh, that ended in going through a, a 5 or 10k thing what i really got from that interaction was a human being whom i didn't know very well willing to open and share and kind of be a surrogate father and and uh, other type of brother figure for me in my life when i really needed it where i didn't know going into college that seeking the approval and the validation from other men that i could respect and looked up to was was such an important thing for me so our friendship continued even though this guy went through so many ups and downs uh, including fighting lyme disease Uh, going through some crazy relationships. He also going through homelessness and experiencing that, moving to and fro across different cities across the country. And then us finally reconnecting back uh, toward the end of my college time. uh, We ended up even being roommates. And my roommates who I was living with at the time were very gracious and uh, allowed for that arrangement to happen. So then we ended up splitting a room. And I don't know what it was because before I reconnected with this guy, I had been through so many different experiences and opportunities where it opened up my mind. Uh, In the year prior to graduating from college, I spent a summer at Berkeley in this program for public policy, specifically for communities of color to understand and navigate into that space where typically there has not been a lot of representation. And so following that, I thought, you know, I'm going to go into the Peace Corps and then I'm going to become an attorney and I'm going to do all these things that were never available to me because I didn't even think to dream or think about them because I didn't know anybody that ever did that stuff. But then I finally did interact and meet people that were in that space that were both exceptional and very gracious. And so I put the pedal to the metal and went through all the process of the Peace Corps. I spoke some Spanish ended up getting placed to go to Columbia immediately following graduation that following year. And I thought my life was made up for me. But then I reconnected with this guy. He had just come back from the Midwest and was not doing well, both financially and uh, health-wise. And so without asking me to, I imposed and, and said, hey, look, man, you're living... In a not-so-great situation, sleeping in your car, going through all this stuff, why don't you move in with me for a short time, and let's see how that goes. And while he's living with me, he experiences something the equivalent of a heart attack, which scared the hell out of me. I thought to myself, shit, this guy can't die here. This This person who has been so gracious and kind to me, and I see the impact that this person has with people around them, this guy can do a lot of good why don't I see what I can do to help this guy and for one reason or another he told me that he was going to go back to the Midwest reconnect with family reconnect with other people and the best way I can describe what happens next is how I've made a lot of decisions in my life even if they don't make a whole lot of sense which is I kind of get hot behind the ears and there's something pushing me forward and so I had that feeling that sensation and I said hey I'm coming with you. Let's see what we can do. So I thought having worked in nonprofits and doing all these other things and having this college experience under my belt that I could help this guy. And he didn't ask me to come, but he said, okay, if you really want to do it, I can't stop you. And so that's what I did. And what came afterward was one of the most strangest experiences I ever had in my early twenties where, At first, I had told my family I was going to the Peace Corps, and though they loved and supported me, that didn't really make a lot of sense. So you're going to give two and a half years of your life, move to the other side of the world, you won't even, not only not make income, but you won't even be able to pay off your student loans, and uh, that was a surprise enough. So I hit them with a curveball again about two months before graduation and say, hey, just kidding, I'm not going to columbia anymore i'm actually moving to the midwest i'm deferring the peace corps i'm turning down any of the job offers i have i'm buying a one-way ticket to minnesota i'm selling everything else i have and i don't know when i'm going to be back and you want to think about the worst timing possible i did this on mother's day so i do not encourage any of you to have big bombshell announcements like that on a day that isn't about you but is about the parent Uh, but that's what i did And to her credit, she did not stop me because she knew that anything that she would have said or done would not have convinced me otherwise. And this was something that I needed to learn. So fast forward to graduation, and I've recorded, I don't know, maybe 20 or 30 goodbye videos that are tearful, soulful, um, and I'm getting choked up. And immediately after a very uh, crazy night where my brother took me out to the, the local place where you kind of get rough and tumble and after drinking a fishbowl of alcohol and attempting to do a combination of crumping uh, pop lock and a six-step b-boy breakdown and getting tossed out of that uh, nightclub slash bar um, I'm on a one-way jet plane to Minnesota and as soon as I landed things did not go according to plan I learned that this person had so many other Challenges that I was not prepared for um, both personally and otherwise and though we both tried our best um, what ultimately happened was I Burned through my life savings all the money that I had received As a graduation gift all the money i had saved from all my part-time work from selling my car from everything I burned through it in a matter of six months and I, I just was not accustomed to what life was gonna be like in the Midwest, being one of the few Asian-Americans and just Vietnamese people that I saw in the area, um, from not being able to get a job even though I thought I was qualified, I had past work experience, I had intern places, et cetera, et cetera. None of that seemed to really matter. And ultimately, I failed. I failed in my mission, even though for many years after that, I said that I accomplished something and i was down to my last 200 dollars i think in my bank account and i'm staring up at the ceiling at this apartment that i was renting for us and i'm covered in bug bites because the mosquitoes love me and Wu child i can't tell you in the midwest those f- folks are strong and they're resilient i don't know how you survive that humidity the tornadoes the mosquitoes um i remember running down to a cvs uh, just before this night looking up at the ceiling going into the pharmacy and saying can somebody please help me i think i have lupus because i self-diagnosed myself on webmd because of all these mosquito bites i mean 40 plus it was a hot mess and so i'm looking at this ceiling and it's covered in bugs and it's in a really janky town janky area of minneapolis and i'm realizing i i failed and even before getting to this apartment we spent Days, weeks, sleeping in the truck, trying to go from one place to the next. Me not taking any agency because uh, I didn't know how to drive a stick shift. He drove the stick shift truck while we're going from Chicago to Minneapolis to to Wisconsin, uh, trying to navigate uh, health resources and work things. and Nothing was really working out. So I ultimately reached out to my brother and let him know that I, I failed spectacularly and I needed to come home. And so I left behind whatever money I had left, and I parted ways with this person. And for the next three to five years, I went dark on social media with a lot of friends. And I also found out when I came back and tried to reach out to certain folks that things had changed, even though it had been less than a year, and my life was going to be very different. And I can tell you now, after almost a decade, looking back on that experience, that That was a resilience-building, humanity and capacity-building experience for me. But damn, that was a rough time to go through in that moment. And it was irrational. It was emotional. It was very idealistic. And nobody could have told me otherwise. But understanding myself now, that is one of my big penultimate moments where it was a defining time where I didn't know what I didn't know, and I needed to go and see it. And I thought that I was stronger. I thought that my care and desire and my my seemingly noble mission was enough to carry me through it. And it wasn't. And so for any of you out there who have ever done something that was very idealistic or maybe near near nearsighted or whatever that is, even if it's coming from a good place, and even if you're feeling like crap now, and even if it's been years since that experience has happened, I want to tell you that it's okay that you did that because no one probably was ever going to tell you or steer you any other way, even though it may have set you on a path that required you to heal, to face whatever caused you or steered you to do those things. But you're human, and so am I. And that's part of the process is when you care about something, someone, some purpose that goes beyond you. Maybe it's because you're trying to fill a lack or for me, you're trying to justify to yourself that you are good enough to do this larger than life thing, even if it really doesn't make sense. Sometimes that's part of the process. So anyhow, thank you for tuning in for this episode of the High Fidelity Podcast. And I hope all of you know that the little messages and comments and reviews whether you leave them and write them or you just send them to me in an email or a message all of it matters and all of it makes a huge impact on why I continue to do this even though it is for me to primarily share with all of you this experience and to reflect back with a with a positive light so have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time and as always thank you to my buddy Jai for providing us the music and if you'd like to reach out to me and drop a line you can reach me at highfidelitypodcast.com or grace us with a lovely review or comment on our podcast review wherever you listen to them apple itunes podcast spotify etc etc and once again remember that you are worth it we'll talk to you next time